0: Laura.
1: Hey Colin, how you doing?
0: I am doing pretty well. I've been having a really good morning at this point. How are you doing?
1: Uh, I am also doing pretty well. I have been having, I don't think quite as good a morning as you, but <laughs> uh, not bad. I've got to give it a solid not bad.
0: Solid not bad. Yeah, I mean, well, so we obviously did not release an episode on the first Monday of the month Uh, Due in part to what I think is a mix of uh, scheduling difficulties and social circumstances. Yeah, just like, (laughs) I don't know, recording something on on November 2nd release is just not what I felt like doing. Yeah. Um, I actually recorded a common geeking program on Wednesday, so it was it was a bit of a weird energy. Like, Jeff was spiraling into depression oh, no. and anxiety, and we were just trying to, like, drag him up with jokes. Uh, but here we are on November
1: 5th. 6th.
0: 6th. Fuck. Yep. It's a week, dude. It yep. is. It is a week. And here's the thing. Usually we try to talk about what we've done over the last month, and my October was a little weird. And like had a lot of stuff I wanted to talk about. October was not great for me, and oh, no. and then and and then there's this week, and October doesn't exist anymore. I forgot <laughs> October. I, know, I you forgot it.
1: It's funny because you say that, and I was like, oh yeah, we do do that. We do talk about the last month. I'm like, what happened in the last month? I have no idea because the last it's, three days have been a month.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it has been absolutely wild. And the thing is, for for anyone who doesn't know. What the fuck? But also, anyone who doesn't know, um, we're in the middle of the most protracted election that I have been cognizant of. I don't know how aware you were during Bush v. Gore, but I was not.
1: Uh, Aware that it was happening, not aware of the length of time. Like I remember really distinctly being awake with my parents in the living room Mm -hmm. as they were listening to the radio like as states were being called in and -hmm. having them be really stressed.
0: That's how old you are that you had to listen to the radio for the elections? God, Laura, I'm already uh, yeah, I'm like, like I'm 75 million. I'm already like two like eras of media ahead of you. <laughs> get with it.
1: Uh, no, that is my Waldorf school education. Why the fuck are Who? people ringing my doorbell? Who the fuck? Get the I don't know. fuck out of here! Knocking on my door really hard though. Hold on, a Rebecca.
0: Yeah, get out of here. Oh my god, Bye. I'm like so angry that anybody would ring a doorbell, Rebecca. Hey, listeners. Rebecca's in the room. Rebecca, we're recording, and a doorbell just went off. And I don't know. I'm like irrationally angry that anyone would ring a doorbell at this day and age. She's it's like scrambling to figure out what's. I'm so upset. I don't understand that at all. I'm just. I don't You're think. Having displaced anger. Maybe I don't know if so. Like. Are you angry about something else? No, 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 no. Okay, well, think about it this way. Uh, there was uh, I had to get that Amazon package returned, right? And someone rang the doorbell. That's and and here's the thing, like I knew I had a package getting picked up, but for the split second before I realized that was what happening when someone knocked on our door, I was like, motherfucker, who is who dares? Who has the audacity to cut? Oh, dokey. it's 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 UPS, they need to be here. Your father gets angry when the phone rings. And he curses, and I'm
1: like, get rid of your phone. All
0: right. yeah. get rid of it. That should be my solution. I hate I should just get rid of my door. I'm back. <laughs> okay, Laura. I can- get rid of the door that way nobody can come in who the fuck yeah. was that lord i've been complaining to rebecca that i bet i'm very angry that someone would ring your doorbell i don't know why it's like offensive
1: <laughs> uh it was ups so i ordered it was UPS uh, rebecca just like me sorry yeah. anyway <laughs> i ordered a uh, pair of personalized airpods for charles and they were expected last week um, last week next week mm-hmm. but they arrived today actually right they rang the doorbell yesterday as I was trying to put Eleanor down for a nap. Mm-hmm. And I can't, like, the thank absolute fuck that you can't really hear my doorbell upstairs. Because if he just rang the doorbell that loud that many times and then knocked on the door and woke up Eleanor, I would be calling UPS and suing them. <laughs> no, here's what, here's what you do
0: is you answer the door, you say thank you. And when he hands you the AirPods, you hand him the baby, close right. the door. Pro- problem solved.
1: Problem solved.
0: So, yeah. Uh, that was yeah, that I I don't know I got really I got really upset. Did you at that. hear
1: the knocking that was happening?
0: Uh, not really. I heard you going like one
1: second, one second, and I'm just yeah.
0: like fuck, fuck, no, calm down.
1: Well, here's the not thing. you. I then. don't. No, I know. I don't wear bras anymore because that's an absolute waste of anybody's time. Yes. Because I'm home, nobody's here, and I'm breastfeeding. So like, who has time for that? Yeah. And I wasn't wearing a mask because I'm home, nobody's here, and who has time for that? Did you home?
0: walk out with a bra on your face and two masks <laughs> on your boobs? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, that is how it hit. Okay. Well, I had to like find a sweater to like put on because like you know whatever, and then I was like looking for my mask. And he was like, "It's UPS." I was like, "I know." <laughs> <laughs> Give me a second.
0: Oh, uh, geez, man! Like I've always been very upset when people come to my door, but th- it is the the current landscape has escalated it into a oh, new yeah. new form of anger for me. I gotta, I gotta work I need that to out. work on it too. Yeah,
1: especially because like <laughs> it doesn't happen super often. But yeah. n- I'd say like in the past 3 times someone has rung the doorbell uh it was only for me once. Like one time, okay, that's actually not true. In the past like 4 times, two were census people uh Uh-oh. like last month or 2 months ago. And the first time they did it, <clears throat> I was like, "Listen, we moved here in May. Like I filled out our census in our old apartment. Like we are not going to fill out a second census because we already did that. Like we're not going to mm-hmm. pretty sure I can't be counted twice. That's not really fair." Um And she was like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Like, do you know who lived here before or how long ago? I was like, no, dude, this is a fucking rental place. Like, I just moved in. Like, (laughs) I don't have that information. Like, there's an apartment downstairs. Nobody's living there currently. Like, I can't help you. So she was just like, okay, I have to ask you all these questions. Like, fine, whatever. She asked a whole bunch of questions. Like, when we moved in, when we, you know, if we filled our census, if we knew anything about the people who were here before, all that stuff. And then she went away. And then like a week later, somebody else rang the doorbell. And they're like, have you filled out your census yet? And I was like, God damn it. I've already had this conversation like six times. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's horrible. I yeah. just did my census on the internet, like the way I want to yeah. do everything. Same. But um, well, I guess, before, I, I don't know. Are, are you feeling so pent up about the current situation, as I'm sure most of us are, that you, you want to like chat about it? Or can I ask how your October was? That um, might just be a memory exercise for you at this point. Yeah.
1: yeah, I think I don't necessarily want to spend a lot of time talking about the election because every time I talk to anybody, we just talk about the election. And like, yeah, I'm a little bit burnt out a bit.
0: I Yes, yes, um, everyone. Yes, all the time. Yeah. Yes.
1: So I think I'd rather have the memory exercise of trying to tell you how my October was. Um, yeah,
0: this show is called How You Do It, not how the state of democracy in America doing.
1: Right. Which like, you know. If it's not great, I'm not great.
0: Yeah, exactly. I don't know. It also leaves the door open for us to be bootlickers if an authoritarian regime does pop up. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I don't know. October was fine. It, there, there are a couple of notable things that I remember. One of which was that we took Eleanor pumpkin picking, which oh, was so much fun. She was so good all day. She'd been really hard to, like, she really, really hated her car seat and, like, wouldn't, she would basically, as soon as you put it in it, start screaming and not stop until she was taking out. And we went pumpkin picking at a place that was, like, almost an hour away. And so I was really nervous about putting her in the car. Like, we, had, we we're had trying to get there at, like, 9 o'clock in the morning, like, which is really, like, I we're, we're always up at, like, 6, 630, but it is yeah. an early start for us. Like, our mornings don't really get going until, like, now, which is 11-ish.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um. So we put her in the car. She maybe cried for like, actually no, on the way there she didn't cry at all, which was amazing. She was like perfectly fine. We got to the farm. I fed her, <clears throat> put her in the carrier, and then she just fell asleep. And so we were like picking <laughs> pumpkins, and it was a beautiful day, and like she was totally chill. Um, we got back that to the farm nice. stand, and like Charles was like, "Can I hold the baby?" So we were in a uh, a wagon. Like we had to take a, a hayride back, basically, because okay. the pumpkin stand was far enough away. I, that, like, yeah, my
0: mind was vacillating between like hayride or radio flyer, and <laughs> I just I couldn't. I'm glad Aww. you cleared that up.
1: I'm so excited for when she can sit up and I can put her in a radio flyer. We're not quite there yet. Yeah. Um, Do you still
0: have a radio flyer? Do people still buy radio flyers? People
1: still buy radio flyers. Rebecca I don't is, have one.
0: is giving me two giant thumbs up because she's a dork. She has three radio flyers. She
1: has three children. It makes perfect sense. (laughs) Yes, it does. (laughs) Um, You're giving her a look, and I'm waiting to hear what you say.
0: She's slowly sinking into the bed, and I'm waiting until she's all the way in. Okay, anyway.
1: So we were in the hayride and Charles was like, can I have the baby? And I was like, it's really bouncy. Like, can we just wait until we get off the hayride? And he was like, okay, fine. But I really want to hold the baby. And so we like got close to the end and they were like stopping. But there was another wagon that we had to like disembark before we did. And so he was like, can I have the baby now? I was like, Charles, like, can we just wait until we get off of the hayride? And he was like, give me the baby. <laughs> so we got off the hayride. I gave her the, him the baby. And he was carrying her around like on her shoulder. And she was being so cute and like... Mm-hmm. People were being pretty good. Like, everyone was wearing masks. Like, people were staying distanced. So, like, it definitely made me feel like, you know, this is a little more than I normally do. But, like, mm-hmm. I feel okay with it. It was outside. And, like, people were like, oh, cute baby. Like, oh, she's so beautiful. Like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I know. <laughs> and then uh, Charles was, we were going Yikes. back to the car. And he was like, I just don't get to show her off in public. And, like, he's like, it's like repping your favorite sports team. But, like, 45 times better. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. I guess I never
0: thought about that. I've never put a lot of thought into the amount, and I don't mean this word, word negatively, but the amount of ego that goes into like being proud of like having a yeah. kid and being a parent in a public space, and you don't get to do that. Yeah. Instead, you're s- scraping up your tits when UPS rings the doorbell, <laughs> and that's the extent uh. of it. Uh, which is I mean I, I honestly fucking same with the like amount of goddamn we I just did a lot of laundry we just got new bed sheets hey. and I just did laundry and put it in the wash and it came out with more cat fuzz than oh. it went in with because that's just kind of the equilibrium yeah. of this place <laughs> so half the time when I, I go to answer the door or like go to go outside I just you know how white is my chest with Odo yeah shedding yeah it's just it's just existence yeah um <clears throat> but Uh, I am also proud when I have my cat in public. That also never happens, but for not the same reasons that you don't have your baby in public.
1: Yeah, yeah. But it was nice. Um, Other things that happened, my parents have been coming to help us once a week, which has been nice. Um, It's, like, good to, like, have a regular thing of seeing people that aren't Charles. Yeah, Yeah, Um, no,
0: that's good. I, um... Last time we talked, I had just had my first social encounter. Yeah. Post COVID, this time uh, Rebecca was gone for. I thought she was going to be gone for like two days. She was gone for like five days. So I was like, "Oh, what am I going to do with my life?" Uh, I did end up uh, getting to hang out with another one of my friends. It was only for like an hour and a half, and we just sat at a distance around a table doing a puzzle. That's but I was just like, but I'm like sitting there in their house, just like it's just a different place to be yeah it's that shouldn't be a big deal but i'm just like i'm just i'm just in a different spot yeah i'm being less productive and less entertained but it's just a different spot and you know what that's kind of nice so you having that regularly that's actually that sounds kind of fantastic
1: yeah it's not bad um now i think i'm gonna try to because they've been coming here which is really nice because like getting anywhere with a baby is more challenging she's
0: still small enough that she could fit in the pumpkins you could have just like that would have been a nice little carrying case
1: um did you know that that is a thing people putting babies in pumpkins i've
0: seen pictures of it but i'm talking about a sort of a more practical case (laughs)
1: uh we did not put eleanor in a pumpkin oh i keep on saying her name well whatever
0: you you've said it so so many episodes that i've i've stopped you you say it several times every episode every single episode
1: i yeah i I just go go back and edit them how many people listen to this podcast like four i think we're probably right
0: a <laughs> <laughs> couple dozen at most um
1: hey listen I don't, I don't by the time I saying. i'm derailing myself
0: no. oh i derailed you because you said that i like my kid and i was like put your child in a gourd oh, yeah. and that that was not very productive That's
1: right we did not do that uh we didn't even carve pumpkins we got we brought like a beautiful pumpkin home and charles kept on being like maybe tomorrow maybe tomorrow maybe tomorrow and i was like listen you were sad that you didn't carve your pumpkin last year you should really carve your pumpkin He's like, maybe more. Did he are.
0: ever get it done in time? No. <laughs> is he upset?
1: He's not, but he will be next and year. And you're going
0: to say the same thing? Yeah. And then the same thing's going to happen. Probably. All right. Well, hey, at least you guys are sort of settling into these grooves early, <laughs> you know? Just yeah. get get the next couple decades mapped there out. There is
1: still a chance that he'll do it, like, this weekend. Because, I mean, a pumpkin, like, stays good for a long time, right? As long as you're not, um, as long as you don't carve it, like, it lasts, like, a long time. So it's still perfectly carvable. Yeah.
0: Have you ever carved a pumpkin several months after? No. Like, like I, I understand what you're saying. I believe you that on the outside, I could look at a pumpkin and say, that's a pumpkin and not worry about its quality. But I've never put it to the test and carved the pump. Like, does it get all gross inside? So in the middle of April, he'll be like, you know what? It's about damn time. Yeah,
1: April might be a little and then bit too late. It
0: dies because it's so stinky.
1: There is a Schmanner's episode about pumpkins, and they talked about how they last a very long time. And this is where I'm getting my information.
0: <laughs> yeah, the McElroys are, are are tantamount to Wikipedia in our world.
1: <laughs> Pretty much. Jesus. Um, God.
0: What else? What else happened in October? Oh, uh, October. Okay. Yes. Go ahead. Well,
1: Sorry. I was going to say Lower Decks. Uh, yeah. Ended in October. Very much enjoyed the first season. <laughs> Very cliche. I uh yeah,
0: uh, Titmouse had this thing where like you could sign up for a t-shirt club hey, and nice. you get a different t-shirt every episode because uh I now have direct connections to Titmouse. Excuse me, I was able to get a bit of a discount, so uh pretty soon I will have gotten 11 Star Trek Lower Decks unique t-shirts uh for 100 bucks. That's pretty yeah, sweet. That's less than 10 bucks a shirt? I like it. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um yeah. God, what a fucking banger was the end of Lower Decks. It was a banger. How how great was the end of that goddamn season? It was really
1: good. I was not expecting, um, I mean, really most of it to happen, but it just left so many like... I think that you felt like it was Star Trek before I felt like it was Star Trek. Like, Like I enjoyed watching it, but it didn't quite feel like... It fit into the rest of the series or the franchise like you did. Yeah. But man, that final episode really like asked a lot of really interesting Star Trek questions. It
0: did. I think it did a really good job of it. Not only with with its clear question of, hey, what happens when all the other shows visit an alien once and never again? Like, thank God for picking up that fucking ball that's been dropped for 54 years. Yeah.
1: Like, I'm really interested in that. Yeah.
0: Uh, And... I also think that in terms of its characters, for a show that has only had 10, 26-minute episodes, I have such a clear sense of every single character on that show, what their experiences were in the first season, and no clue what they're going to be in the next season. For a procedural show like this, it feels so well-established, and that ending felt so vital and surprising without being like a crazy dramatic set of twists it yeah. was just like everyone had a serious growth moment it was and great it i was good. legitimately
1: sad about shacks too like it was yeah. they did a really great S- job
0: retroactive spoiler alert yeah. shacks is a fun character yeah
1: um, and then I guess technically this must have happened in October, but, uh, Star Trek Discovery season three started. Mm-hmm. Also excited about that. I was at first sad that it wasn't Picard. Like I was like excited for the really? next season of Picard. And then I was like, oh wait, it's Discovery ah. instead. Oh, uh, okay. Which okay. like, I didn't realize this happened. I was like, oh yeah, new Picard. And I was like, wait, no, Discovery. And I was like, eh, okay. <laughs> um, um, but I've been enjoying it so far. Uh, Colin and I texted about this yesterday. This is technically... Uh, bleeding into november and i'm so sorry
0: i mean it's how you do and this is not a monthly recap it's just we're normally not in the middle of this right so it's easier to do just a month Uh, but yeah no spill into it but november baby
1: the most recent episode that came out which was episode four yeah episode four Uh, excuse me. Uh, and Is it uh, have been... New Jersey? <laughs> I'm sitting in the direct sun. I don't know what's wrong with me. My water bottle's empty. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking mess. <laughs> um, but this episode was my favorite episode of New Trek yet. Like of any of the New Trek yeah. episodes. Like I really, really felt like it felt like a, I don't know, it felt like a warm blanket to me in a lot of ways. Like it felt yeah. like, you know, a weekly adventure of the week but it was also bringing back to themes that we knew but with a different thing and then it had a whole like I don't know it was just a really fun episode yeah
0: really. i agree i um freaking what is it uh it was fun the the lead trail lady in the white gown she's uh, from shits creek oh uh, which we just finished recently so that was like really fun to see her nice. uh crop up but uh yeah i think that um the previous uh, the third episode of the season you and I had some disagreements. I loved it for its character work, and you rightfully disliked all the crazy story turns that <laughs> it took. Um, and I think this one was a lot more solid. Yeah. What I'm really liking about this season so far is the same stuff I liked about season two, which is I think its character work is impeccable. Yeah. I think the writer's grasp on these characters, and the performer's understanding of these characters comes through so well, and... Now that they aren't changing showrunners yeah. <laughs> halfway through the season again, there isn't turmoil. Like it, it feels so sharp. Yeah, everything about these and and this little journey to Trill was the a plot, and you know this felt like a classic TNG episode. Yeah, it they really go did. to a planet. Some people go down, some people stay on the ship. Cool. Usually, when people are staying on the ship, the plot is like, oh no, Data, how do painting work? Right. And you know something along those lines. And this time it was like, hey, um. Everyone on this ship has PTSD. Yeah. And I, and I know that Captain Picard would totally ignore that despite <laughs> having a counselor on staff. But we should not ignore that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I really loved that it opened with a uh, a ship's log. Like, we haven't had that in what feels in a like while. a long time. I really liked that it was Culber. Like, it was someone who we haven't really spent a lot of time with since he got his one story arc. Like, it just felt... I really
0: like... I've always really enjoyed Culber. Yeah. And now that it's not, like, about his death. Yeah. It is, it is, it feels, he feels like such a vital character, and it feels really directly related to in season two. He was talking about, I'm sorry we're getting so Star Trek cast, everybody, it'll be over in a little bit, I think, (laughs) but in season two, like, when he was having trouble readjusting, he talked to the Admiral, who's, like, a therapist, and I don't know, this feels like he was so helped by that moment that he's paying it forward, but there was no dramatic scene where he looks at the whole crew and says when i was sad right. <laughs> someone talked to me nicely yeah so i'm gonna talk to you he just did it and did his job and it was great and it was informed by something that came before yeah it was it's, great
1: it was good yeah super excited for this um episode.
0: yeah no it's really it's uh i'm really enjoying uh this season it feels like a breath of fresh air in a way i didn't expect Same for um, sure I, I I think that they maybe bit off a little more than they could chew with the jump this far into the future because mm. it doesn't really feel like watching the bits where uh, in the first episode where Michael went to the mercantile surrounded by the, all these holograms and chops. It kind of felt like the episode of Star Trek Picard where they went to free cloud like yeah. visually it didn't feel much different than that and I understand the circumstances are strange but.
1: It should feel like it's a it's, thousand years. Like, a thousand years it, is a yeah. long time for shit to happen. Yeah,
0: like, where were we a thousand years ago? Right.
1: Well, and I guess they're trying to plant the whole, like, the burn probably set them back, like, however long. Yeah. So, like, I and, get that. But there still should be, like, remnants of, like, crazy yeah. tech.
0: And I, I something I did notice in that third episode that, like, uh, we were listening to Greatest Discovery and they were commenting on it, like, why is the discovery a match for these other ships mm. if they're so much newer? And I didn't get that sense at all because they were like, all right, shields at 100%. And they got shot one time. They're like, uh, our shields are down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, oh, shoot. Like that. I don't know. that it. I can see how not drawing a clearer line there could be sort of easily missed. But to me, I think it's, it, it is another sign of there's a greater sense of subtlety. Yeah. And how they're writing this season, yeah. which is interesting, coming off of Lower Decks, which was a very bombastic yes. show. <laughs> um, but yeah. I love them both. I don't think I—I I don't think this is my favorite new Trek. I still think that there were some Disco season two episodes, some Picard episodes, and Lower Deck episodes, honestly, that I would put above this one. Um, but I agree that it felt. Good to watch. Yeah, it yeah. felt happy to watch. Yeah. Also, man, uh, after watching some stuff, uh, Rebecca was like, "Hey, put on old Star Trek." So we put on the original Lower Decks episode from Next Gen, and the the fucking commander who's trying to get the ops position, the command track ensign, yeah. he's he's in there doing the test on the ship, and he fucks it up. And Riker is like, "All right, cool, you'll do it better next time." And I had to pause the show laughing because all I could think about was in Lower Decks the show. When Rutherford is doing the training thing, it's like, all right, start the simulation. Boop,
1: you blew all the babies <laughs> out of the
0: cargo bay, and there's just dots showing all the kids flying through space. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, I can't take next gen seriously yeah. anymore. Jeez.
1: Yeah. Uh, um speaking
0: stuff. of speaking of uh subtlety in writing, uh, I after ensuring that I was in a safe circumstance to do so, uh made my way to see Tennet. Yeah. And IMAX. Uh, I just found out today, they just announced today that it will be on home video on December 15th. Hey, okay, nice. Which is not too long. Uh, excuse me. Oof. Um, and I definitely need to watch it again. Yeah. I think uh, Jeff wants to do an episode of the Common Geeking Program where instead of us all watching and discussing Tenet, I try to explain Tenet to them without oh God, that any of them having seen it. And everyone complains that the movie is complicated. And it is. But I'll say this: you and I, as Star Trek fans, and like all-encompassing Star Trek fans, we are uniquely primed for a movie like *Tenet*. (laughs) Like, especially it it uh, also—I don't think there's any secret that it has to do with some sort of non-linear time stuff. Like, it's a little time wibbly wobbly. So, if you watch Star Trek or Doctor Who, you're gonna walk out of that movie just like with, like, an understanding of it. And I'm reading all these reviews of people like, I don't get what happened and i'm like it's, it's time. time it's just, time, man. have you never thought about what happens if time doesn't go f- just in a straight line uninterrupted i understand <laughs> that's not a very practical exercise for most people <laughs> but i've spent a lot of my life doing it yeah um uh i don't know it's a uh, it sucks to say because it's like regardless of the quality of the film as like a narrative and a story and an experience um the theater going experience for this movie is skull shattering and visceral and yeah. like so like I was holding my breath so many times without realizing it. I was like gripping the seat, like actually white knuckling through certain things. It I've seen stuff in this movie that I'd never like seen in a movie before and it wow. was all done with like it it is a and it is a spectacle. Yeah. In every sense of the word. It is so fun to watch. Um and I this is not the time to be encouraging people to go to a theater. You should not do it unless y- 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 unless it is completely safe. I went on a the, the night before election night. I was by myself. I was bored, and I was just like, I checked Fandango. Nobody in the theater. No tickets yeah. bought. It's a big-ass theater. Some people came in, and they were over 50 feet away from me. The whole movie never took my mask off. Um, And I'm just like, I just want to talk to someone about it.
1: Yeah. You know that feeling? Yeah, I I do. I want want to
0: talk about Tenet. It was the thing, like, going through 2019, the thing I was most excited for for 2020 was Tenet. Like, that was on my radar. It has been on my radar, and I finally got to see it, and nobody else has seen it. And I'm just like... Like imagine if when Inception came out, you were the only person that saw Inception. That movie, like, took over the dialogue for a while. Yeah. Imagine having having seen it, regardless of your feelings for it. And nobody else just ever talked about Inception. This That'd be I wild. think that this I is I hope like, that
1: it gets I hope that more people watch it when it comes out on home theater so you can have conversations about it. Yeah,
0: I'm sure they will. Um, but that's been fun. Otherwise, my October was eh. It started off right off the rip with the worst bat of kidney stones I've ever had. Ooh. and then that was like a week and then a uh, second worst bad of kidney stones and then the um, I like how I have these ranked in my head <laughs> uh, and then Rebecca and I both got very sick and yeah. we were v- very nervous but neither of us had fevers so it took a while we got test results and they were like it's not COVID and I'm like how much of a fucking dumb asshole am I that in the middle of a pandemic I get not the pandemic disease <laughs> Like, it's a new kind of stupid I didn't know I had in me.
1: I wonder where you picked it up. Cause, like, I don't the, know, you know?
0: Prob prob probably children because children like to sneeze on each other. Did
1: you lick something you weren't supposed to, Colin?
0: That is a course of life that I refuse to change <laughs> and I will blame it on my girlfriend's children. It's easier. She's giving me a thumbs up. It was probably <laughs> the kids. <laughs> but I mean, like, we're fine. But then like as soon as that ended, like my shoulder was fucked up and I like had it in a sling for like four days. Ew. And then I ran and then Taskmaster season seven, like wrapped up on YouTube and then now they're not putting on YouTube anymore because of distribution rights. And I had to go way out of my way to watch seasons eight and nine, which were fantastic, but there's no way to watch season 10 easily. Like. And it's just October wasn't bad, but it was just a lot of not great. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't really, and today I'm,
1: today I'm feeling great. Good. Yeah. I'm feeling yeah. good. Uh, my birthday's coming up. So that's exciting. Um, I was thinking about that. Yeah. Which will be f-
0: I'm off all next week. Uh, and that doesn't matter because I can't come see you. Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Congratulations. I'm technically off for a while more, but also, like, yeah. don't, like, Charles asked me the other day, he was like, does it feel like a weekend when I'm, when I'm home for the weekend? And I was like, no. Like, it's nice to have him around, but, like, it doesn't feel any different from the rest of the week, because, like, it's just yeah. the same, the same level of needing to do stuff is there all yeah. the
0: time. No, that's fair. I mean, do you guys have any plans, or are you just going to pull a collin and just not really remind anyone um, and sink into your couch
1: well we're going to see his mom this weekend and like i don't know he when we were talking about it, he was like oh it's almost laura's birthday like maybe we can celebrate but like it's i don't know it's gonna be three of us mm. and my parents are gonna come on friday but again like i don't really know if it's gonna be like a yeah. thing and he's gonna like cook me dinner i think but like i don't know i mean it's gonna be low-key it would have been That's low key good. if we if it wasn't a pandemic because we have a four month old and like it's hard to like plan yeah. something crazy. Yeah. it's your first mom
0: birthday. It's my first
1: mom birthday. Birthday mom. Yeah. Now you get
0: to do the thing where for like the next five years you get a gift from Eleanor in Charles's handwriting.
1: <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Uh, uh,
0: you're gonna have to tell me if that is actually like effective. If you like the idea that someone is lying and pretending to be your child for the sake of gift gimmick, because as a kid. I I thought I thought it was absolutely buck wild.
1: Yeah, well I did get Charles Charles' birthday is in August, so we had Eleanor at that point, and I did get him a, uh, a daughter father matching T shirts. Well, that's
0: cute. That that's cute regardless of how you yeah. of what the salutation is on it. That's just you know. It's that's a, a nice game thing.
1: controller, and it says player one and player two. Hey, it's very
0: cute. <laughs> And the Player 2, it's perfect that it's a baby because the Player 2 controller is what you give to the little sibling when you don't want them to do anything, but, you know, pacify them a bit.
1: Yeah. So she's actually wearing that one today. And I told Charles he has to wear his uh, Player 1 when he gets home.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's very cute. Oh, man. Well, hey, uh, happy birthday in advance. Why, thanks. um, Yeah, I think I have you and then there's, we have a mutual friend is his birthday right before the day before or the day after yours cuz i have another fr- yeah cuz i have a friend mm. who also has a birthday the day after you mm. and like yeah i mean again it doesn't matter because right. <laughs> i'm i am i am where i am but um
1: yeah yeah, yeah. so that's what's i it. i, don't
0: I, know. I I wish there was a way to make it like more special. I was thinking of getting you a priority one shout out message, but uh, on the greatest discovery, but I know that they're booked out for a while. So what I was thinking of doing was buying it for you on your birthday and having no idea when it's going (laughs) to air. And I'll say, Hey, I bought this on your birthday. And then maybe in the middle of March, they'll be like, Laura, happy birthday. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that that would be a a funny subversion. That would be fun. But then I, but then I didn't know if it was a good idea. Now that I've told you, and you said it's fun, mad I told you. So, yeah.
1: well, you know, gotta I don't
0: th- know. Th- Got to think of something. Else. Worst case scenario, we'll fall back to our uh, Chipotle gift card routine.
1: That is true. I mean, you can't go wrong with you a can't, Chipotle. It gift makes card. me
0: like at this point, I'm pretty sure you and I are totally equal for the amount of times that we've kicked those back and forth. But like it, it, still feels it, like it makes a me treasure. yeah, it makes me so happy every time. Yeah. It's, it's yep. just delightful. It's delightful. Their carne asada, that's something I've been doing a lot lately. They, they brought that back as a limited time meat option. And uh, I don't know if it's just because yeah, I think it's a better cut of steak or I like the lime yep. seasoning or because it is very salty and I am a monster <laughs> for salt on my food. But I love it so much.
1: I haven't had Chipotle in a really long time, mm. partly because the last time I got it, like it wasn't great. Mm. And I don't remember, like, I don't remember what I ordered or what the circumstances were, but like... I think I might have gotten it delivered and, like, Mm -hmm. it came all smushed and, like, I don't know. I don't remember what it was. Honestly, you got to complain.
0: We've had so many fucking issues with DoorDash. It's insane. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm holding on to a ticket number now because they've screwed it up so many times that, like, they're always like, oh oh, we canceled the order because someone missed it, so you won't get your food, but hey, we'll refund you. And I'm like, no, the problem is that I'm hungry. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, just get me the food. Uh, and then one time they gave us double money back, and I'm like, cool, give me the ticket number. Every time you fuck this up, I'm asking for double money back. And uh haven't had any issues wow. since, but uh, with Chipotle, uh, I did something similar where we got food. And, like, you know how the bowl, little cardboard bowl... It has like this kind of like inset line in the middle. Like it's like mm-hmm. just slightly narrow. So there's like this little ridge in the middle of the bowl. It's just that their design, whatever. But Rebecca got an order of food where the crest of the food like barely met that middle line in the bowl. Oh. It was so nothing. And then they gave no. me a bunch of free meals for that. So I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. So if you, get smush, <laughs> if you get smush, food, you can smush food, You be can be upset about it. So, yeah, again. Yeah. okay, yeah. hold on, I'm sorry, I gotta derail, I know I derail things more than you, but I gotta do it again, you know how, hold on, let me take a screenshot, you know how uh, in the extended version was- of The Lord of the Rings, uh, The Return of the King, the mouth of Sauron is included, like he's in the book, but he wasn't yeah. in the original movie, and he's this dude that comes out with this helmet and this giant yeah. mouth, all I can yeah. see is your mouth on your face. <laughs> And it looks like you're the mouth of Sauron, like we took nah, nah, nah. we took the little one ah. and I'm like, oh God, Laura, not my hobbits. <laughs>
1: uh, I know I keep on thinking about closing the window shade behind me because it's like very it's too much work, directly though, like, you know all I can see is the ten years of schmutz that my computer screen has been wild how that gathering. shit builds up, right? <laughs> I've made fun of some customers before for coming in with computers that looked like ass and I'm looking at mine being like, all right. I should be Mm. a little less judgmental.
0: Oh, boy. I just think
1: if I was going to bring it in for service, I would probably. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like,
0: hey, we're having people over at least hide all the crap under the couch or in a closet, you know, at like the least. It's basic courtesy, folks. Don't make me touch your crusty computers. God. Yeah. Um, Speaking of crusty computers, uh, this morning, I was able to successfully pre-order an iPhone 12 mini and uh, two HomePods mini.
1: Hey. I had
0: originally budgeted for the Pro, iPhone Pro, but then the cheaper phones got the OLED displays, and I was like, well, that's kind of the reason I do the fancy models. Yeah. Uh, I also have an iPad Pro, and I don't use it as much as I should, uh, and I have carpal tunnel and eye problems, yeah. so like maybe I don't need as big a phone screen, so I'm pretty excited. Uh, I'm going to have that one week from today, and all the accessories Yay. are going to trickle in after that. Um, I don't know. It's very exciting. It is. I thank you. I that was like I woke up this morning. Georgia was blue when I woke up, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and then I got my phone. I I don't know. I think it was just a catharsis because after after all the headaches with the Xbox pre order, and Mm. I mean I have next week off because a bunch of game shit is coming out, uh, and I still have no idea if I'm gonna get a Series X next week. Probably not. But, like, after all the headaches I've gone through there, it was nice to wake up. The phone's up for pre order. I got it and move on with my day. Come on, Microsoft. That's really lovely. Get,
1: where the fuck are you? Get, get I it mean, together. Are you really that surprised? With Xbox?
0: No. <laughs> no,
1: I'm not.
0: <laughs> um, I, it's just so annoying that there's so little transparency around it. For a while, yeah. I, I, I remember when you and I started oh at Apple, launches were always a fiasco
1: there's still a big deal yeah I, Or they were still a big deal i don't that's, I'm very tired <laughs> like
0: launches still take a lot of work to pull off but it's you know it's just a lot of work it's yeah. not literally an unpredictable nightmare of Price. disappointment angry people stock issues uh like oh apple figured out how to manage it and yeah. some of it, honestly, I think it's the most elegant solution to say, orders are open. Place your order. We're not going to talk about in-stock or out-of-stock. We're going to talk about right. estimated delivery. And it's right. like, if, right. like I slept on the iPhone XS when I got it. Like, I didn't get it right away. So I had to wait, like, weeks. Yeah. Like, several weeks. And I yeah. get the supply chain is limited on consoles. But literally what they did was, all right, pre-orders are open. And the website broke. And now it's working. And they're gone. And we're not making any more available, except on launch yeah. day. And we're not telling you how that's going to work. <laughs> so, uh,
1: well, I'm sorry about that frustration. <laughs> um, so I sad. have Eleanor wrapped up in a uh, zippered baggie on her in her crib instead of in her normal bassinet because I had to wash those sheets and everything. Mm-hmm. And she looks a little bit like a squirmy worm and she's starting to awaken. So I think our time is probably You know, for up. the first
0: time in a while, I feel like I didn't get enough Laura time. And we've talked for shorter than this before.
1: Yeah. This is a full 40. I mean, we've been recording for 41 minutes, which is a surprise because she's only been napping 35 to 45 minutes for the past Hot several damn. days.
0: Well, yeah. I guess this just means that next month I'm going to have to talk even faster. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think that is a solution because we won't necessarily have more time. <laughs> exactly no,
0: but no, it really is. It really is nice to talk to you after a weekend. It's just, yeah. it's I don't know. Yeah, it's always nice. The, I'm getting so used yeah, to nice. the one month cadence. Even if we stop recording this for posterity, I still just want to you know catch up every once in a while. It's a good. It's a good habit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you heard that, that, everyone. This is the last episode of How You
1: Doing? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, guys, it worked. How do you keep in touch with your (laughs) friends? Yes, Skype them. Just do it. Just do it every once in a while. Just do the thing. We
0: we set the premise. The whole world followed suit, and now nobody cares. It's fine. Yep. (laughs) All right, Laura, go have fun taking care of the baby. I'm going to uh, just go exist, I guess, because I'm a less important person than you
1: are. I just have more people depending on me.
0: I I think that's exactly what I said. Fully dependent. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bye, Laura. I'll talk to you soon. (laughs) Bye.
1: How You Doing is a Common Geeky Program production starring Laura Becker and Colin Ketchin with editing and original music by Colin. You can learn all about the show at the website podfriend.pizza. It has everything you need to listen and to learn about the Pod Friends themselves. And it's an easy place for new listeners to jump on board. If you enjoy the podcast, reviews and ratings are the best way to show it. Tell a friend, share your favorite episodes, and remember to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. We'll talk to you again the first Monday of every month, so be sure to stay in touch. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon.